0: services, thefarsi at present the 20 megabyte
1: Doctor Who podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast episode 546. I'm Adam and I suppose I could have looked up a quote but I couldn't be bothered <laughs> and here's Ben Shoveller.
2: I suppose I could have found out which episode we were reviewing, if you're going that far, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, <it was laughs> I, don't know I don't know what ago. I'm doing here tonight.
1: <laughs> it was mentioned quite a while ago. Uh, Mary Lang. 7852. Kirby Bartlett Sloan. I
3: despise Christmas. Yes,
1: I know you do, but can you do a quote, please? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that
3: was a quote.
1: Oh. This <laughs> week, we're going to be talking about all Mary sorts Lake, of stuff. Mary get your coat. All sorts of stuff, I suspect, but somewhere along the line, Doctor Who will be included in the uh, content of the show. Now, just in case anybody's picked up this show that may have picked it up via uh, Deb's efforts at FantasyCon, um, hi! Uh, uh, we'd best be on sort of best behaviour, i.e., uh, skimming through the, the episode we're going to be talking about today as quickly as possible. Surely the... that's
2: giving a complete false representation of what normally occurs during our ah, gathering no, of podcast.
1: Banana. It's giving a true representation of what's going to be occurring. Uh, we, we, could, we could
3: America. do a, a synopsis, just a couple of sentences.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's going I mean, on like that, we could, we yeah, could so wrap about, up the whole podcast in 10 minutes. Doctor Who's we version could change it to the 20 Carol. minute Doctor Who <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
4: And, and why are we skimming through? Is there something that we're getting to that we have to hurry no, through this? No,
1: no, no. Well, feedback seems to take an awful long time on this show, which is good. I've always no, wondered but, that. But
3: master, master, what, what, master. What, what, what. There's very little feedback on my end. Well, that's fine. That doesn't mean to say I've got very lot of feedback, and and does it? We
2: can all get on with our lives.
3: <laughs> there, there, there's, there's three if you count yeah, all right I get feedback right. as well, Kirby. Right. You do? Tell you what,
2: yes. let's put a clock on it tonight. Let's see how quickly we can We're do not this. have so, got so good so far, to we haven't
1: even got into the episode yet.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, reset the timer in three, two, one, go. Oh, Hang on. I'm just um, oh, opening up my out other out Facebook page. That's four <laughs> seconds wasted, Adam.
1: I'm, I'm opening up my other Facebook page so as I can.
2: Uh, Nine seconds that we could have been finished <laughs> So,
1: earlier. it begins with a fluffy planet um a, a, a <laughs> spaceship is is crashing into this fluffy planet and it's of course it's the the um saucy uh rory and amy up to honeymoon stuff on a spaceship but the spaceship's crashing and they need the doctor um and noticed the pilot of the, the spaceship i've seen him in other stuff might even been seen him in doctor who actually got a very familiar face but uh, never mind um yeah, so they, like, they want the Doctor, and uh, then the title sequence get, gets in the way a little bit. Uh, and then we see some sort of stereotypically sort of Christmassy steampunk scenes of sort of futuristic-y
3: Master, Dicko- Master. Dickensian, yes. Uh, the co-pilot, since he said he, uh, played uh, Benjamin Gale on The Bill.
1: OK, not familiar with the bit. And this. he's
3: also uh, in Emmerdale is Dr. Jerome Bailey.
1: Hmm. OK, I think I've seen him other stuff as well, but don't worry about that. So, uh, yeah, so, so just seeing these sort of scenes of, um, sort of Dickensian sort of steampunky people going about their Christmassy business on this, which we can probably presume is a. Even from the opening sequences, it's not Earth, it's an alien planet that happens to have Christmas, probably an Earth settlement. I do like the um, when they have that shot of the what looks like the Albert Hall extended uh, and there's the stuff coming down from the sky there's like a lightning stuff like plasmary stuff and all the buildings around it are very sort of George Orwell sort of inspired steampunk buildings, which is quite cool and within one of those windows is um, Dumbledore. Uh,
3: dumbledore before he grew yes.
1: before he grew his dumbledore.
3: beard
1: <laughs> interesting that he he hadn't shot the deathly hallows because obviously he was dead uh by that point uh while well, this this particular production had been made i mean not gamble i mean dumbledore was was dead um well the, anyway. the
3: first um, the first dumbledore actor was already dead
1: yeah, well done Kirby. um Anyway, we can Who's assume Dumbledore? from these opening—never mind. We can assume from these opening scenes uh, that, uh, bear in mind, it's called *A Christmas Carol*, that he's the Scrooge character. And really? within a really? little refrigerator is Catherine Jenkins looking a bit pale. Um, Yay! Uh, and at this stage, slightly inexplicably, in a refrigerator, uh, he's a bit mean. He comes across, and also he's got these sort of henchmen are also wearing these uh, steampunk glasses. Um, and uh yeah and then they move on a bit and um there's a family scrounging that's right because that, that gives you yeah, the yeah the the sort of the crotchets is it or Cratch? what's that what's that family in christmas carol? is it the crotchets yes bob bob cratchit cratchets yeah, so, i nearly got it right uh so they're the cratchit family mm-hmm. um also happened to be related to um katherine jenkins's character i think i can't remember anyway they're doing a bit of scrounging and he's saying no uh, and then the doctor um, Harry Potter esque arrives in the fireplace. Yes. So that's a little. Great nod-
5: arrival.
1: Great
4: arrival. <laughs> yes. On um, Christmas Eve, I thought,
3: what the heck? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. just moving on, and he sort of uh, stock playing. And he nice.
3: mentions what that he knows Father Christmas, and uh, his name is what was it? Jeff. Jeff. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He immediately starts poking his nose in and whining That's going to be one of my up. quotes,
3: you know,
4: Santa yes. Claus, or as I've always known him, yes Yes, it was one of my quotes, but I couldn't. <laughs> That's a good quote,
1: it. that. I like that. Typical Moffat, though. Um, yeah, so he, he sort of immediately starts poking around and doesn't, or takes a dislike to Kazran, because he's a nasty person, uh, and um, something spurs the Doctor into deciding he's going to show... Kazran a, a bit of himself because obviously he, he's picked well, up the something story something
3: spurs him the fact that Kazran won't, let, won't let the uh spaceship land
1: yeah i know because right, um, amy's on it yeah we decide anyway to have a bit of um sort of wibbly wobbly time fun with uh with dumbledore um and what
3: dumbledore
1: yeah, the, <laughs> the occasional scene of amy panicking on the spaceship which goes out throughout the whole uh you know production
4: i love the way they all you know say what are you wearing and then we get
1: that really weird thing where um there's fish flying around the lights uh which is a bit weird um yeah do you
3: have a problem with that
1: that's a bit weird just weird isn't it <laughs> a bit weird um i never really got that thing about the fish i suppose it was because i had an opportunity to do some special effects which regard uh, which involve fish and sharks i don't know um yeah because this Kazran Sardak doesn't he control the weather he's got a machine yes that controls he the weather controls the, cloud, the clouds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that, that, the clouds are causing problems with the spaceship aren't
3: they
1: yes yes yeah I've got a bit right ding for myself there and then of course we see this little boy which is little boy uh, uh Kaz what is, it, what is his name Dumbledore, Dumbledore. and he what he's basically watching this unfold on the screen um some sort of video diaries that he did as a child with his dad that looks remarkably like also like Dumbledore, <laughs> um, Dumbledore. but even nastier
0: because there's oh, a scene Dumbledore.
1: isn't he where um I forgot to mention this uh when um he, he's going to to thwack the little boy the sort of Cratchit nipper around the head and he stops himself but why that's what the doctor said why did he stop himself that's going back and and see what uh, what happened in his childhood that stopped him from thwacking this child and of course it was because his dad was a bit of a child abuser um in regards to thwacking him when he was little
2: um Ooh, there's nothing wrong with a good thwacking
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway so during these little visits to um to junior that uh, Cataran, um he starts striking up a bit of relationship with him um am i to just cut to the bit there's a bit where the, the fish come down and and the course of course the comedy bit of course is a he's basically the doctor's tempting the first down with a screwdriver this sonic screwdriver um and uh they didn't realize it was actually tempting this massive shark In how it got into the room i don't know how did it get into the room Kirby through the window
5: through the window Oh, okay. yes yeah, open oh, okay. window
1: i didn't see the open window so anyway eats the screwdriver
3: yeah master and oh. fog carrying an electrical charge is how the fish fly. Okay,
1: that's It's alien, isn't it? So Science yeah, it's fiction, fancy TV show.
3: So, so it doesn't It doesn't bother me at all. It's in it that scene.
1: Did I say it bothered me? All I said was, it's a bit weird. That's what I said. Yeah, you it's, it's
3: a bit weird. Yeah. It's if it bothers you. No, it doesn't. I did at the time, I believe, but it doesn't bother me now. No, it, it, it bothers it, That was one of the reasons why I hated this story.
2: Uh, it very story. much does sound like it bothers you.
3: No, nah,
1: it's all right. It's just a bit yeah. weird. Yeah. I do love some of the um, um, cinemagraphicness. There's a, there's a scene where the doctor's trying to dodge this shark that's sort of in this room. And in the background through the window is the TARDIS. I thought that was beautifully sort of rendered, that scene. And, and a dead fish on the bed. or well, It might even be a toy one. Um, anyway, so the shark's eating the screwdriver. And um, things go on. And then the poor little shark, he gets his head wedged in the door. And of course, it's not doing the shark any good. But he gets the one end of his screwdriver back because he reaches in to get it. But unfortunately, um, it's it's not good news for the shark on that of course. He, he he basically dies. But the doctor's going only got half a screwdriver. No, the shark is now. just
3: somehow sick. It's he's he's uh, becomes fine later. That's a different shark, isn't it? Because uh, Catherine Jenkins sings to him. That's a different shark, isn't it? No. Oh. No, it's the same one. Okay. Um, it, 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 there's the continuity that it's always drawn to the other half of the screwdriver.
1: Anyway, uh, sometime time later, little Kazran takes the doctor down into the dungeons where they've got all these refrigerators containing people with numbers on their doors and stuff like that. These are people that um, Kazran has sort of taken by way of insurance, uh, people that owed them money. Um, <coughs> and now I'm going to be told that's wrong. Wait for it. No, it's correct.
5: Oh,
3: that's
1: God, right. I'm doing on fire with this episode. So,
5: yes, yeah. you
3: are. <laughs>
1: um, In- oh. and within obviously one of the one of these refrigerators is um the rather chilly looking Katherine Jenkins who they let out eventually after a bit of poking around and, and a little with an incident with a fish. Um oh, and then I'm gonna just uh, cut a, a long story short. When they get um katherine jenkins out of the refrigerator the number on the door goes down but they all go on little christmas eve adventures every every year and gradually during these adventures uh, a relationship develops between kazran and and i can't remember the woman's name now wasn't it woman's name Catherine jenkins abigail Pardon? abigail Petri-Brew. Abigail. that's it um i'll try to remember that um attention t- well the, it was obviously that they were going to end up falling But in well, initially it would have been a bit inappropriate because it was a little boy but eventually um after some sort of funny little adventures they have like the doctor getting married to Mary monroe and i do believe there's another little mini episode um relating to that somewhere in the ether i um, think so yeah i think so
3: but what i like is when they show up wearing fourth doctor scarves
1: Hell, they always do that from time to time in Doctor Who. Anyway, so yeah, the, like you say, Abigail at some point sings the shark back to health. Mm-hmm. And off they go on a little sort of flight. And Kazran is starting to melt the old Kazran, these new memories that the doctor's implanting in his mind. Uh, he's starting to remember that, or realise that he's in love with this uh, Welsh bird. Uh, so I'm just checking. got a vibration on my phone. Um. But um, after we get the numbers go down and she's starting to go down to her last day and um, there's a point in which um, he's in love with her. Uh, but if they get her out of the fridge anymore, she's going to die. He then goes back to being grumpy, uh, Kazran, and then and just goes back to what he was doing. He
3: became more grumpy than I thought yeah.
1: he should be. But... Very, angry, very well, angry. His life isn't but, fair. So, but yeah. for a different reason than it was originally, so... Um, but on the last, um, there's a point in which she goes to see her family, and and um, yeah, there's all sorts of quite cute little things happen. Uh, very christmas day, actually, to be fair. And um, but obviously, the whole point of this story is so that the the doctor has an opportunity or creates an opportunity to to save Rory and Amy on the spaceship.
3: but he doesn't uh, save Abigail. That's the only thing that bothers me.
1: Sorry, what
3: would you say? She's still gonna die. Abigail's gonna die.
1: So. Yeah, I suppose. That's the would... one thing that bothers me. That, yeah, what? That she's gonna How,
3: die. Her? How can he save her if she's
4: sick? Yeah, certainly It's not much. Uh, do find a cure. That'd be a
1: little bit too. No, he think, is a doctor. I know. I think. I think we need <laughs> yeah. to keep that aspect of the story. Yeah, in, in place anyway. So um. She does get let out of the refrigerator uh, to have a Christmas day, which is one thing she's not had with him. But it's really weird. Sort of, obviously, good acting, but a bit weird where she's he, she's stroking Gambon's face. And so, oh, oh, you've got a bit old. And it just feels a little bit creepy, this beautiful young she lady. She admires
4: the it? fact that he saved her up, you know, yeah. that it's been many years because yeah. he's been saving this up.
1: But anyway, moving forward, moving forward. After some very, a lot, he, he's getting really angry. The doctor sort of, um, almost changes his mind by showing young Kazran, old Kazran, and he goes to strike him, his younger self, and he real he sort of has another moment of realization. And then of course they have their Christmas, and somewhere along the line, Catherine Jenkins, um, singing, um, communicates with the other end of the sonic screwdriver that is inside the shark. Uh, and uh, clears the clouds. She's calming the crystalline
4: atmosphere
1: is what she's doing. Yes, that's right. right. uh, You uh, need the ding, uh, Mary, for that. Oh, right, Mary. Uh, And uh, (laughs) what happens is that, um, yeah, uh, they're they're saved. But not everybody lives because obviously, um, um, but at least she survives the whole episode. We know she dies afterwards, but we see some nice scenes of her flying around in a Christmassy way being pulled uh in a sort of sleigh oh, sure. by a shark and um yeah and that's basically the story now yep and right. how much did i interrupt you not that much well, it was really worth interrupting me because that was to, you know, just that was to it. clarify not to argue yes, yes indeed right yes. so uh, 13
2: minutes 54 seconds it was a
1: while since we last did this one i must have so, but i'm going to say what i thought about master it it's been so long it mm. was just you and alicia well, there you go so I just want to say I mean I haven't seen it since then because I don't sort of really watch this stuff over and over again As I could do there's only a few episodes I'll watch for the sake of it you know certain in the library things like that but this one I haven't watched for a while I seem to remember not really liking it um, the first time it was out but sitting obviously we're moving into the Christmas season now um, and watching it I actually I actually enjoyed it I thought it was quite good I mean I uh, Like you, like Mary's pointed out, little little, sort of uh, things that might might not have made sense to me having only watched it once at the time. And there are parts of it that do link together, and it is a science fiction. It is a Christmas story. It is in context for what it is. Um, I thought it was lovely to see Gammon in Doctor Who for starters, uh, and a one-off for Catherine Jenkins. But um, it it was just very pretty. I think it's nice to have a steampunky story like that in Doctor Who. You know, it doesn't happen very often. I know there's a lot of steampunk fans out there. Um and yeah I, I, I think it's pretty and the music is beautiful that song yes. that she sings at the end I know it was, it was a big thing at the time I think I bought it off iTunes but absolutely lovely and uh, they sort of used Catherine Jenkins' beauty and her, her talents really well in the story um, I've got a song uh, in my iPod
4: and I play it periodically it's good <laughs>
1: isn't it Mary I think it's a lovely tune mm-hmm. and yeah all in all I I, I think it's a thoroughly charming Christmas story is not the best, but it's a charming Christmas story. What did you think about it then, Ben?
2: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, my first question is, what did I think about what? Because uh, I still have uh, no Christmas idea which episode you're talking Carol,
1: about. Harold, uh, Doctor Who version. He hasn't seen it. In that uh, case, it's one? a brilliant mm-hmm. story, isn't it, Ben? I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> right go. So what did you think about it then, Cubby?
3: When I first saw it, I hated it. Oh, okay. Well, then what did
1: you think it about was...
5: it? Oh, sorry.
3: Wait, wait.
5: <laughs> but now?
3: I mean, and and for a long time, it was uh, on the bottom of my list of the Christmas episodes. Right. Uh, until until the that really stupid well, one. The Chibnall era, you mean? <laughs> no, no. Until, uh, oh, I forget where the doctor is in a spacesuit backwards and falls to, to the ground. Uh, the 11th Doctor, I forget.
1: Yeah, I've got a funny feeling we're not going to hate that as much.
3: So. <laughs> oh, I'll, I, I'll definitely hate that uh, one again. Okay. But uh, Bill Bailey's in that one. This, 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 this one, though, this yeah. one used to be very close to the bottom, if not the oh, bottom, okay. uh, for me. And so I never went back and rewatched it other than around that time. And and as I said, we never actually, the current <laughs> makeup of the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, which... You, uh, we never actually did it. It was just you and Alicia a long time ago. So, did you, um,
1: by way of re- uh, by way of research, listen to that episode?
3: No, I didn't have a chance. Yeah. So, I wonder what we thought it very, of it. Been very busy. I planned to, but uh, real life got in the way. Okay. Anyway, I watched the watched this with uh, Fred the other night and absolutely loved it. She liked it less than I did. Uh, because she doesn't like opera or, or the this, this style, which is opera type singing <clears> from Ethan <throat> Jenkins. Okay. I absolutely loved it. I had no problem with the problems that with the things I thought were problems originally, like the fish, the shark, uh, it all blended in, made sense. The, in the context of the story, it is a science fiction fantasy TV show. Uh, that part made sense. And, It was really good, and I do have one more thing before we go on to Mary. Uh, Around the time that this came out, Mm -hmm. Catherine Jenkins, uh, I was living in Tennessee, and my mother liked watching Dancing with the Stars, what you call uh, Strictly Come Dancing.
2: Mm, Uh, What the world calls Strictly Come Dancing, Kirby, (laughs) apart from America, who calls (laughs) it (laughs) God-awful bastard. I I, know, I know.
3: Anyway, uh, my mother watched like to watch that and so i was watching with her and eventually Catherine jenkins became one of the contestants but before she was a contestant right around the time that this story came out on doctor who she came in and just sang for the show and during the same show one of the co-hosts one of the presenters made some sort of comment about how someone I believe someone on the panel of judges was dressed and he said to the guy, you have very nice bow tie, bow ties are cool and that was just a throwaway line but I knew that that particular presenter had to have been a Doctor Who fan
1: splendid, thank you for that Kirby
3: I even made a note on it on the uh, Facebook group, which you could join wonderful, thank you so much Uh, have you done?
2: Yes, I loved it. Good, okay. What's not a love? Mary, what did you think? I think
3: of? we're about to find out.
4: <laughs> I loved it the first time I saw it. Yes. I loved it a little bit more oh. the second time I saw it. And I really, really loved it this third time that I saw it. This is my most favorite... Movie of all the doctor who christmas episodes and there, there are some real you know hunkers in on that list <laughs> um but so so it's not that you know not that big of a competition but truly i mean this so encompasses everything that i love about the 11th doctor you know he, he's so childlike he's so effervescent in this it's like watching you know a, a young teenager you know having the best time of his life um, and I loved the, uh, you know, the idea of the honeymoon suite and Amy in her kissagram outfit and the uh, <laughs> yes. and Rory in, in his outfit, uh, it just everything, everything about it. This is very tightly directed. There's not a wasted moment. You know, I, there's lots of times when it's like, oh, this is the boring part, you know, and I'll skim through. This does not have any of those. It is just so well done. So, and I love the music. And, of course, Murray Gold wrote those songs that uh, Catherine Jenkins sang. Yes. Um, and so the, um, that's it. I love it. It's the best Christmas one out there. And wow. that's all I have to say.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad uh, you liked it. I'm also glad that my opinion of it has changed. I, I just felt it was just warm and cuddly. I just at the time was, what a bloody hell fish, for God's sake.
4: It's, it's sad. <laughs> it's also yeah. funny. And yeah. it's also joyous. It's It's everything. I, yes I, it is know,
1: it's also the things that there's aspects of it that i always like which is wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff which is plenty of that. yeah that was
3: great um, yeah just jumping around in time yeah i really loved that too yeah it's w- uh, walking out of the room and into the memory that was fantastic yeah
1: yeah, yeah i, I mean you no know, it, it's funny how you change your opinion in time isn't it how many years ago was that made that we put probably. A, Eleven years,
4: if, probably. I've read criticism. no, 12
3: twelve, twelve years. Twelve
1: years, yeah.
3: Okay. I've
4: read criticisms about how how uh, Michael Gambon was wasted because he spent most of the episode watching um, television. Mm. But the thing is, he's oh. such an amazing actor mm. that he can make watching it, television. It was a bit of a gift, 50.
1: wasn't it? Having having him in it, really. Yeah, kind of his fair, reactions, not as if everything. Not, wasn't already humongous star and he was great i mean they were i think that was an ensemble so it's just a shame in some ways that rory and amy were sort of pushed off to the side there was oh. just sort of, sort of an avenue to for the story to go on without yeah, them maybe, really.
3: i wonder why that was were they not available because it seemed like they just were but barely yeah, there they were in it um every story doesn't have to feature everybody all the time it's <laughs> true oh by the way i found found the uh christmas one that i dislike savagely it's the next year, the Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. It's like,
1: savagely. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, right, and so... The
4: 11th Doctor, I mean, not the 11th, the 12th Doctor ones are terrible. But, mm.
1: Mm. Okay. Right, and so um, uh, moving on... We'll, we'll, then, get, we'll get around
4: um, to
3: those.
1: ...to the... Yeah. The bit that uh, you say we haven't got much on your side of things in regards to the feedback. We've got Terry Miles obviously said, good evening, everybody. Lillian, Robin said, hi. And then you guys are hilarious, obviously talking about me and Ben. And then yay for Mary. OK, so go on then, Kirby. Let's see what we've got.
3: OK. Let me refresh the page since I last Could you not have uh, done
1: that, you know, in advance for a change?
3: I got involved it's not with as if talking. You don't know to it's coming guys. up, do you? You know. And um, okay, should I go back a week? No, eh? Yeah. yeah let me go back a week. Oh, first. yeah. Well, that might be a good idea.
1: Because um, uh, somebody in another. In another yeah, room. we had one.
3: One mention. One mention. Uh, last week. Where is it? Where is it? I don't know. You I tell had to go me. Go through yeah. all this fantasy kind stuff. It's your section of the of the show, you know. Yeah. Well, I had Just to like... go through all this fantasy kind stuff that happened between. Oh, well, I do apologize. Uh, Aaron Davis, uh, Jukes? Yes. Said, I remember this episode, Christmas Carol, but at the time of writing, not too much. It was memorable. I love the music. Now, I wish I'd checked this post when I got home from the con, as I could have watched the episode and left feedback. Ah, oh, well, you're stuck with this instead. Speaking of con, at the time of writing, it's the day of Fantasy Con with Adam and crew. I'm sat here on my computer typing this, getting ready to go. Oh, wait, I've still got a whole hour to go yet before we even leave the house. All right, you're now stuck with a very excited typative Aaron typing feedback. Oh, my. (laughs) So how about this for Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey? By the time this feedback gets read, the future would have happened. The con would be over for another year, which is actually really sad if you think about it. There's some extra feedback in the feedback Gmail address, so I've now got no idea whether this one's going to be read first or if the email one might be slid in somehow. If this one gets read last, then the future definitely would have happened week. You should
1: be writing Doctor Who.
3: <laughs> this is this is good. I have a feeling next week's podcast feedback for me is going to be a big one. You That's thought the podcast. Said. You thought the podcast feedback for November seventh is a long read. Just you all wait until November fourteenth. Until then, a very excitable Aaron signing off. <laughs> <laughs> and let me go up and read the one other that we have for this story. Boy, there's a lot of posts. And you said there wasn't much. No, yes. no. There's a lot of posts. No. Oh, in between. There's not a, not a lot of feedback. Oh. Uh, Andy uh, jumped the gun and asked, it, is it a Christmas carol this weekend? And I responded with, correct a Mundo, a word I've never used before and hopefully never will use again. Yeah, yes. we'll
1: make I'll sure go along know. with that one, Kirby.
3: Disgraceful.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, Neil James. A Christmas Carol. I love this story. The direction is stunning and the music is beautiful. Michael Gambon is such a class act. Yes, his character is blatantly Scrooge and couldn't moth have thought of a more original title. But (laughs) so Christmassy, he gets away with it. Matt Smith is clearly having fun and Catherine Jenkins does a great job. It's definitely too long and the final act drags slightly. But on the plus side, we get to see Amy in that police uniform again. Merry Bloody Christmas! Four stars (laughs) out of five. And uh, you want me to read Roberts? Well, if he's written something and it's relevant to what we're talking about, yes. Uh, Okay. So, anyway, my thoughts on the story. I was prepared to thoroughly hate it. Bah, humbug. Apart from frivolous stuff that always annoys me, usually stuff that Moffat thinks is humor, it was okay. I still think the fishes in the air stuff is rubbish. I did like the device of watching things on a screen, the recording which the doctor goes from one time to another. Funny, but whenever I heard the singing it mentioned the word silence, my ears pricked up. Me too. Of course, it has nothing to do with the coming series, just a coincidence. I just wish Moffat wouldn't spoil things with his Moffat touches. It'd be a better story without them. Oh, is that it? Yes. Marvellous, thank you. Uh, well, the stuff come
1: through, I mean, the Trouble is, I'm a bit all over the place, because where I wasn't allowed to do the show on the 6th, uh, we did do a show on the 30th, didn't we? I'm lost where I am. We we did on the show 30th because I remember a certain person being on it. So if I move up my list of stuff here that may or may not have come through, I've got Aaron who's done a review on Big Finish. Shall we do that later or um, or do you want to do that now? A review of Finish? Yeah. See, where he's blind, the Big Finish episodes have a different sort of dimension to him very good dimension that's good Uh,
4: thank you yeah um well i'd save it then and we'll save it for the end this episode right now
1: okay Uh, just don't
4: forget because there are times that Um, we forgot i'm
1: I'm gonna hand the i'm gonna delegate the reminder to mary who's particularly good (laughs) at remembering stuff right moving further up i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna uh, miss someone i've got this one from brandon which i'm going to send to Kirby. Gloria and Kirby has qualified in the best reader of Brandon Moore's feedback departments. What do you want to make it? Kirby he send it Bone. Of... Here it comes, Kirby. You have it now.
3: Okay. While oh you're gosh. reading that, I can <laughs> send all the other stuff to everybody else. Okay. Uh, big flashy, lighty things have got me ridden all over them. Well, not actually. Mm. Give me time and a crayon. A Christmas Carol by The Feast of Stephen Moffat.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I absolutely adore this story. Since it's broadcast, is almost become something of a family tradition to watch this episode each, Chris, each Christmas. It's dripping with... What was that? That's me I sending was, some stuff sending it to it Mary. In. Don't get distracted. I, I'm easily distracted. I it is dripping that. with festive atmosphere and always helps to get me into the spirit of the season. The central premise of the story seems somewhat familiar. Maybe it's a book or something? Anyway, it's a neat idea to use for a time travel show, and the fact that the source material is acknowledged by the Doctor is a great touch. Matt Smith is simply excellent. Every scene of his is a highlight. His Doctor is now fully formed and in full flow. He commands much of the story and has great chemistry with all iterations of Casrath. There are so many little touches in the matter. Mannerisms that Smith has now refined to perfect his performance. Absolutely. Gambon does a good job as Kazran, understanding he was less than positive about his performance when asked about it at a later date, but it seems fine to me. Perhaps nothing special, but good enough. I think the youngest iteration of Kazran is particularly good. At this period of whose history they really do seem to be striking gold with their child actors. Catherine Jenks- Jenkins is also good as Abigail, though isn't it lucky she's got such a great singing voice? Yeah. A special mention must be given to Toby Haynes for the episode's superb direction, which really stands out. There are also some nice shout-outs to both Star Wars and Trek, as well as throwbacks, throwbacks to Jaws, Aliens, and The Snowman. Now, there's a movie marathon for you. Karen Gillan is hot! Yeah. So it's a or shame established that but... much of the episode's stuck up in, on that spaceship. So the only but thing got hey, stuck we, up, was get... it? But hey, at least we get to see that she always dresses for the occasion. (laughs) That aside, this is a very strong and enjoyable episode. In fact, it's my favorite of the Christmas specials and one of my top ten Who's. For the third consecutive episode, this is a ten out of ten. Next time, Neil Armstrong's foot. Thank you. Uh, You've got some Terry Miles, haven't you, Mary? Yep.
4: And Terry says, first off. Sorry to say the railway companies wouldn't allow me to attend Fan TC Con. Yeah. Glad it went off okay. But everybody else got here, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> and now, okay. And now back to the plot. Christmas hmm. <laughs> Carol. I'm sure I've heard that title before. We have a space liner in trouble within the atmosphere of a planet. Small problem. It's where Amy and Rory are having their honeymoon. I will not mention the police in centurion uniforms. Oh, I just did. Well, on that subject, where was Amy's fake radio? Those legs, they go on forever. Love the looks the crew gave their appearance. <laughs> yeah, I did too. The chap who is running the planet doesn't care if the liner crashes. Why was he like that? Oh, dear, that's going to annoy the doctor. What will the doctor do? let us I know, kids. Let's redo a Christmas carol. For Scrooge, we have the great Gambon playing Kas, Kasran Sardick. Then we have the gorgeous Catherine Jenkins as tiny Tim, uh, sorry, Abigail. Her sister's family as the family of Bob Cratchit. I don't have anything to say other than Charles Dickens did do it better. In quotes, finally, a lie too big for the psychic paper, in quotes. Yeah, I like that, (laughs) the way he broke the psychic paper with (laughs) his. Yes. Uh, And in quotes, I've only got two goes. Then it's your turn. Two arms. All in all, a good, silly Christmas tale. Now back to Doctor Who with the impossible astronaut. Hmm. More of the backstory of River and her very tight trousers. (laughs) Stay safe and well, everybody. Linda and Terry Miles. Yes, um, um,
1: in regards to um, Terry not being able to get, uh, I'm not saying he couldn't get there, obviously, but uh, uh, his saying he had the problems of the trains did worry me a lot because obviously Michael um, um, Michael Valiard, man, Jason, that's it. uh, Michael Jason also travelled to the event by train, um, and he got there. So I suppose depends where he's coming from, doesn't it? OK, yeah. I suppose he didn't we could... try hard enough. He didn't try. So you, you said, Kobe says you didn't try hard enough,
0: Terry. <laughs> well, you 20 megabytes, Anthony, here's Sunday evening, back in the bath as usual, the papers, oh, and I uh, thought I'd do a piece about Christmas Carol, which I actually watched ages ago, but for some reason you keep postponing your recordings. It's called you know, having a live. anyway. Anyway, uh, Christmas Carol. Quite <laughs> enjoyable, you know, bit of a romp. Christmas uh, it starts off with the space line that's currently crashing and you assume that stories me all about that but actually that turns out to be a complete red herring because although ultimately it is about the doctor trying to save the people by getting Catherine to stop the trip from crashing it's more about his personal relationship and you've got Abigail who we the first think she's holding hostage and then we find that there's more to it than that and yeah, this is all about, you know, her meeting, him at meeting up with her every Christmas day, to spend Christmas day together. It sounds simple enough, but obviously there's a lot more to it than that. You know, you find out that actually she's terminally ill, and she, you know her, the last time they meet, with her last day. You find out that he was madly in love with her, realised what was going on, and then basically dumped her. What is very clever is the parallels to The Real Christmas Carol, which I think is one of the greatest Christmas stories ever written, um, are so clear. You know, there's a, he's almost Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, he's a lonely old man, very rich, but doesn't give a damn about anybody else. Doesn't seem to spend, well, actually, he does seem to spend a bit more than the Scrooge. Have you have ever seen him in Scrooge's films. He all seems to live in abject poverty, whereas this guy, Catherine, does actually live in relative luxury. And obviously you get a bit of a backstory about how he's terrified of his father. Now, I thought the very clever bit was when the, the Doctor goes back in time and starts manipulating time. I'm not sure about time and fixed points, but uh, anyway, this, this is a science fiction, come on, cap uh, Captain Kirby even fill it all in for me i can never remember that phrase but that's a very clever bit in the way that he is able to interact through time with himself and you see kazran growing up you see the, you know, the young boy the teenager the young man and then it all falls apart and it's a wonder why it does fall apart and then the end when yeah you know very lucky old man is this gorgeous young lady I'm okay obviously she's dying but um you know who's probably by then about 60 years younger than him I'm guessing the Michael Gamble, he's in his 80s now. Oh, Sir Michael Gamble, of course, I should say. He's now in his 80s. But that voice is very clever. There's Rory and Amy, you know, it we been a bit past, I think they were just there at the beginning, at the end. The uh, Yes, they're on the honeymoon suite, and he's in his, he's a century and outfit, and she's in a police woman's uniform. Uh, say no more. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. we we'll leave <laughs> that one there, shan't we? But, you know, this again is, this is a doctor going off by himself and doing his own thing. And it's sort of the other way he does adopt the young Casman as a, as almost like a pseudo companion. Um, which I think is very cleverly done as well. Bit at the end with the, uh, the sleigh, you know, real throw, real Christmas reference there, which, which is good again, because they, they had the references to the Christmas. You had the, the people in the house. You know, again, parallels to the real Christmas carol. All in all, it was, it was a very, very enjoyable story. You know, it wasn't meant to be, Really, any part of the ongoing thread at the moment? Um, you know, we didn't have any reference to the fact that uh, Amy basically j- just got Rawley back, and you know, it's uh, you know, we could, I suppose the whole point of Christmas specials is they are special; they can stand alone. And, and this, uh, but for what it was, we enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think probably well, I don't know about Ben, but I'm uh, well,
1: sure everyone Aww, else will enjoy it. But uh, until next time, then,
0: folks. <laughs> be seeing
1: you. Ben, he's
2: being mean to you, mate. No, oh, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no he's not he's got an opinion it's probably quite right
1: <laughs> okay before we move on to um oh yeah we've got this oh, God, i almost forgot hang on bear with i should have been ready for that but i was actually found it andy's feedback particularly engaging <laughs>
5: Hello, 20 magma Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian. There isn't any lottery. A Christmas Carol by Stephen Moffat. Time travel in Doctor Who is often used just to get the TARDIS crew to the scene of the adventure. Moffat, as here, likes to make it part of the plot. The Doctor uses the TARDIS to try to change the character of Sardig. He almost fails because he doesn't know Abigail is dying and he is using up her remaining days. His motivation is to save Amy and Rory, who are both dambles in distress. Of course he succeeds in the end. It did not jump the shark. If the weather machine no longer works, and Abigail can't control the weather because she dies, does that mean the Doctor has doomed the whole planet to save the spaceship? Yes. Oh, good point. I'm using my mobile to record this and not editing it. And if the screen goes blank, then there is several seconds of silence at the end, like last time. Bye for now.
1: Thanks uh, for um, ruining the uh, context of the story for us. Yeah, we were all enjoying this. (laughs) Yeah. Can we go back and re-record our um, our opinions (laughs) of it now? (laughs) No. Uh, yeah, sorry. Somebody going to say something else. I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, right, so what else we got here? Uh, we have... Oh, hang on. I better continue with my... Uh, what people are saying on the feed section. Um, it's, uh, we ended with Lillian Robbins saying yay for Mary. And then... Jim Drury says... says... Excellent fantasy con podcast. Good luck with organising another one. What a podcast? <laughs>
2: Yeah, good
1: luck with that. Uh, what? Um, sounds like a nightmare. No, oh, um, oh, I'll talk about more about that later. Uh, and then, good to see Adam hasn't put his tree up yet. That's what she said. And then Terry Miles says, boo sucks. Oh, what? that's in reference to me Wars saying podcast. he could have come along after all. <laughs> oh, I wanted Terry, I wanted some of our listeners there. We normally have at least one. Alan T. Butcher, um, and last time we had two Alan T. Butcher and Billy, but Billy only came to meet Ben anyway. So. Yeah.
2: I, I, <laughs>
1: my my uh,
2: my fame spreads around it the does. world. Yeah. Okay, Okay,
1: um, Ben, you have a, a certain piece of text from a certain <clears throat> counselor that I've just mentioned.
2: <clears throat> the singing detective of Kaz ran back and forth. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Sorry, it doesn't say in my script, Kirby Laugh. <laughs> Dear 20 writers yes A does. Christmas Carol is, of course, a closely studied psychological intrigue into the formative experiences of a man and how they can seem to affect the development of his character. It should be noted that whilst... Some might say. (laughs) Do you know what? It's really bad because I normally play that off my uh, iPad. uh, No, not my iPad. My iMac thing. iPad thing. The the computer. The computer. um, Which is now indoors because I've now got two
5: as
2: well as the indie rock disco radio computer and my main computer. So I've got four screens out here now and a big telly, and I'm getting a new telly this week. Uh, And I still couldn't be asked to open one of them up and play Some Might Say off. God, that sounds awful. That's why I should do it. Okay.
5: Yes. <laughs> um,
2: no, I can't at the moment. Anyway, I will. I will next time, maybe. Oh it God. should be noted that while some might say that <laughs> magical flying fish are too absurd to be on Doctor Who, but in fact, Doctor Who is in fact coming. <laughs>
3: it's a tv show
2: and the key to sorry, presenting these laughing, so- no, no that was fine it sounded good until he carried on and ruined my next bit <laughs> <laughs> uh so it's a tv show and the key to presenting these sorts of uh, fanciful concept is to have quality actors play it for real there are even sharks no, sorry but then even sharks can be up in the Sky, which is a great Oasis reference, which I could have got, but <laughs> no, before mentioned, couldn't be bothered. You think we've got the quiz this week? No. Wow. We also learned that the third Dumbledore brother was Albus's twin, but even grumpier than Fourth. Mm. Sounds like I'm reading stuff from the Bible. All in all, The Christmas Carol is a worthy reimagining of The Christmas Carol concept. It cleverly adapts the visions of the Dickens' tale to visitations of a person through their life in Doctor Who context of actual time travel. The flying sharks and the Doctor's willful manipulation of a stranger through time travel mark this out as a special with an unusual modus operandi and a slightly more magical atmosphere than is normal. Both guest stars are in quality addition for a programme clearly in a golden age, and the the sidelining of the normal vital companions leaves room for a very different story and guests. This story is perhaps about a quarter of an hour too short, as who would have not wanted to see more of that singing? No? Maybe not. Maybe Mm -hmm. not.
3: Yes. Next I
2: up, have heard it, though. Well, yes. yeah, no, be, be, I prefer looking. Next up, Doctor Who and the Astronaut of Doom, or Nixon's Silent Majority. Oh, that's clever. Those are my <laughs> thoughts. The one and only Reverend Lord and Master, King of Time, and next Prime Minister, <laughs> Alan <laughs> T. Butcher. Ricky. T.
1: Some feedback from him yes indeed very good uh oh, yeah, okay it me,
2: Dan.
1: well while i'm here and they were sort of contexting uh Con, um okay so, so there was a reference to it being a bit of a nightmare now <coughs> not, not entirely i might have said that on the last show so anybody who hasn't listened to the FantasyCon special uh, basically i, I have uh, basically we had a, a collection of celebrity guests which all who were available up to about a month beforehand came um so but that's fine uh, we everything sort of went you know we set the place up on the friday as we should and deb and mick my my um sort of uh, he, he's my he's like a what, what would you call it front of house manager so basically just just managed it when we started getting a bit too busy mick would fill the gaps he was brilliant uh, so he came along helped me bring all the slabs in, um, and then when we got in there, we got uh, Michael Jaston and Joseph Milson. saying, where are our prints? Um, meaning the prints at the, for signing. So they were sat at their tables, uh, where are the prints? The uh, agent said we'd have our, you'd have our prints ready for us. Anyway, so I said, I wasn't told you. Any anyway, so the agent said he categorically told me that the, the, the prints, that I had to do the prints for them, to which if I'd known this, or what I would have said, no, I don't have facility to print things because they're very expensive, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, So it, what it meant that I had my laptop down there and I was trying desperately hard to get the uh, the thing to work with the computer. Um, I had a phone call and my phone was being used as the card payment machine anyway. And so Jeff Cummings phoning me um, while that was happening during this crisis was a very bad time. And he said, I did send you a thing. It said quite clearly that uh, you, you were to print off these pictures anyway. So... Then I sort of got on with trying to print them. But I had to go home and get my other computer, the one I'm recording the show on, bring that down, set it up with a printer, blah di blah di blah, blah uh, and then eventually start printing off these prints, which uh, I did probably about 40 of them. And it's a very expensive on Epsom's own paper, so it probably cost me about 50 quid to print off their photos. Um, so, yeah, that was a bit of my... And, of course, Michael Jason was going, like I, I, he told me he was absolutely sure that you'd be printing them. Um, well, I said, well, because I'm not overly confident in my ability to remember stuff, I said, well, maybe he did. I don't know. I've, I've had so many emails come through. Anyway, after the, the event, that I looked for the emails. They're, all he's done, he sent me a message saying... Um, do you want me to send you some pictures for you to print? To which case I didn't answer and sent me the pictures without anything. It's just the pictures in the email, no body text or anything. So basically, he didn't tell me that I had to print these off because I would have said no. But anyway, after. So eventually, at 11 o'clock that morning, apparently, we opened it at 9, the prints were done and they were more or less happy with them, etc., etc. Uh, but by then, I, I, would, I was
3: yeah, already... Yeah, by, that point, you, by that point, they were asking, someday my prints will come.
1: <laughs> by that time, I was supposed to have already done Clive Mantle's uh, photo ops and stuff like that, but we'd gone past that, and there weren't that many orders coming through from them anyway, so it wasn't a major disaster that way. Um, but after that sort of was out of the way, and things were going quite smoothly, and um, Deb was sort of worrying about the financial side of things throughout the whole day and stuff like that, but um towards the end of the event it was blatantly obvious that we did have enough money to pay everybody um etc etc and probably uh, and more to be fair uh that the turnout was amazing uh, we now know that it's, a, it's about 400 uh people that came along to the event and wow. uh,
2: that's really good mate well done it's, That's really good
1: people didn't stay all day sometimes the, the cosplay competition was amazing you've probably seen the picture of everybody on stage that's quite a massive turnout of cosplayers and not all of them wanted to go in the competition so that's not all the cosplayers we had at the event um I was we really also impressed uh, by
2: those photos, actually. Yeah, really I'm just cute.
1: frustrated because I, I didn't have time to take enough myself. I, I really wanted to go around. I'm Nikki Simmons, who works at uh, iwheroes.gov.uk, she kindly took a lot of pictures for us. And there was another lady there taking pictures, and the Isle White Candy Press lady took pictures and got everybody's names... Well, the, the Candy Press got the names wrong and called everybody geeks and nerds, and that offended some people. But... Um, <laughs> I don't. Why?
6: How? Because some oh, people.
1: That, well, my friend at work, he said, well, my son went along to it, but he's not a geek or a nerd. <laughs> he, was, he was in cosplay. I just said to. When it came about, I said, "I wrote to the Gangster Press saying, don't use that term. Thing. We've offended people. Can you just use the cosplay community of the Isle of Wight or something like that? Uh, oh, yes, of course. Yes, I realised it. It didn't change. It was
2: still geeks and nerds. He said the, the geeks and, and nerds of the Isle of Wight <laughs> cosplay <laughs> <Yeah>. community. <laughs> yes,
1: I don't know. <laughs> um. But yeah, there so was, there was
2: one that certainly caught my eye. I'll put it that way as well.
1: What geek and nerd? or nerd? No, or someone
2: one of the cosplay photos.
1: Oh, amazing! The cosplayers were amazing. I, I'm just i was blown away because this is obviously why we do the event is for the cosplayers. Um,
3: that that that's, uh, Totoro though had the longest legs I've ever seen for a Totoro. <laughs> yes, but um, it looked good though. It looked good. Yeah, great. it was amazing.
1: The effort was wow. Yeah, I was just blown oh, no, away. So that was a pouring were, well, with rain.
2: Really, really, very very good indeed
1: it was it was uh yeah it's just but i keep your expectations low but it goes to show that you know, there, there's a call for it on the isle of wight we, there's not it's difficult it's so expensive getting off the island to go to events on the mainland and it's nice that they didn't have far to travel to to wards oh, will there be another one uh was well, a meeting on the 26th of this month to, to so deb seems to be saying that we we Probably will, but I mean that's coming from Deb, so I'm a bit tentative on that one. That's my well, she, Deb, not she, not She's Debbie the one who
3: would decide.
1: She's the one, yeah.
2: With all the power. Whereas yes. She Ooh. seems. She the seems to be up.
1: Power. I think she. The fact that uh, it, it uh, at least broke even. She. She's. Uh, I think she did enjoy the. That she enjoys the sort of um, the bit where she she's good at dictating things and sort of organising <laughs> things <laughs> you know what I mean She, she um, a titan of industry oh, here what's the word for it it's a, it's a, she basically conducted dictator. what went on she's in that a dictator. everything was to the point and on time and, and organised and, uh, and what people were saying it was really well organised and they said that about the last fancy con as well um, yeah, as but long they as also it... said that about the Nazis mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry Joe Joe I love you really. <laughs> <laughs> A coordinator, uh, that's where so it was. Was,
3: it. was Michael Jason satisfied at the end?
1: Oh, he's a funny bloke, isn't he? Um he's yeah, he's all right. He enjoyed himself. Didn't make much money, but he, he enjoyed it. And we were quite happy to have him there, even though he kept on leaving his table. The poor old Tom um, Melrose. Was, he, because last time he had Josh Herdman, who he kept on leaving his table. and he, So he kept on getting told off by Deb for not keeping Josh at his table. And this time, we gave him Michael Chaston, who kept on leaving his table. So poor old Tom was getting a bit of a complex at the end, because Deb kept on telling him, get him at his table. Um <laughs> But no, I, 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 he's he's a funny man. But uh, yeah, he's got he's 2087, I think. So he's, he's doing well. Um, but in relation to the guests, um, we had obviously Clive Mantor, who is absolutely lovely bloke. He's just like he is uh, his character in in Casualty and and uh, the Vicar of Dibley. He's a really lovely man. And his wife Carla Mendonça, who who is in my parents' audience. Um, you can probably tell from the interview how absolutely lovely she is and it's yes. so charming and, and nice and genuine and it is it's really quite heartwarming that these people are you know that nice and uh because uh, we want nice people at our event we don't want anybody who's a bit of a prima donna and we got lucky again and i, I absolutely i was so excited about getting clem so at the event as well and getting a chance to talk to him and i, I could have talked to him for a bit longer than we did on the interview because he's he, there's so much of his um career that we didn't talk about i mean i watched um a doctor who episode well a, a, a break uh, out of what we normally do it in order don't we but uh, we went to see a film called uh, black panther wakanda forever uh, last night and of course uh, letitia wright is one of the main actors in that film and we, we were referencing actors that have been in marvel and doctor who and of course she was in uh, a certain doctor who story Anyone remember uh, not it's not a quiz i just want to because kobe's usually quite good at this sort of thing uh
3: probably she played uh, martha's sister maybe
1: Martha's sister no she didn't play
3: Martha's no, sister, no.
1: she was in a, a story called face the raven um oh which uh, turned out I've, to be... I've only
3: seen that's not one of my favorites so i don't no. know yeah, that, me neither so
4: I she's wouldn't in that story should...
1: just, do you remember a character which had had a face on the back of their head Oh yes, that's that's right no. Right. That's her. She played that character. Um, and uh, of course, in that episode is Clem. So he probably doesn't even remember he's in that episode. But you can quite clearly see he was a very pro- prominent uh, person in the backdrop. So um, well, he doesn't keep his IMDb up to date. It's a bit of a shame, really. But, uh, but it's nice sort of spotting. Yeah, you mentioned he that there. in the interview. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't find out because I, I just sort of because Isabella was banging on about uh, you know that the chap that's in the the bus episode with David Tennant, who was in the first Black Panther film. Um, she couldn't remember who I was talking about, and I'm not very good with with actors' names. But I think he got an Oscar or a BAFTA or something like that subsequently. Uh, and there's quite a few now that are sort of moved into that have been in Doctor Who and moved into Marvel and, and DC. So. Yeah, anyway, so it's quite exciting that we've had uh, such a who is now a big star, including obviously um Karen Gillan herself. So, so
2: I do love the Tom. way you just said that you're not very good with actors' names and then went on to also get the name of uh, uh, an actor's award mixed up. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least you're consistent with that, mate. Yeah,
1: I, like I get my head gets muddled. I'm getting old you see, Ben. So you'll get this next year when you start getting old.
2: Um Next year. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> thanks for that. God blind. I thought about five years ago.
4: Yeah,
2: but, some yeah. of
1: us are already there. Yeah. So I didn't get a chance to have a picture properly taken with Joseph Milson because he was on stage when me and Deb were going around having selfies. So I'm a bit disappointed about that. Um, nice enough chap, and um, he. But unfortunately Loki grabbed him to judge on the uh, the cosplay competition and lost us three hours of him working at his table and getting his money. Sadly, um, Loki was told it won't happen again. Um, so all in all, I'm very happy uh, with the celebrity guests we got and. Um, especially gareth it was, it was lovely uh, sort of almost a mini friendship that was was uh grown up between me and gareth during the time uh, i gave him our uh heritage passes so he could go in the carisbrook castle and osborne house with his <coughs> family for free did but, you
3: remind him that uh i have met him
1: no that didn't spring to mind, <laughs> kirby to be fair I'm sure um, that's
3: immediately <laughs> <to> your mind <laughs> yeah
1: no but I will say debbie did say uh, that we he'd been on the show before um and he remembered Conkistuber. Didn't mention you but he did remember Conkistuber. Okay. Um but yeah so when he arrived um I was going to hand over these passes and I uh, got I got a phone call from him to go and meet him at the, at the house he was staying at and we had a little chat and I had a picture taken and stuff like that. And then uh, I was at work and he he he, he saw me in work as what we did the sun's up and he came over and I served him on the till while he was buying some stuff and um yeah, all in all, very very quiet chap, he's very sort of soft. You wouldn't think he was an actor because he's not sort of, you know, very thespian. He's been his normal self. He's very. <laughs> you he's mean he's not quiet...
2: like Brian Blessed?
1: No, he's very he's very quiet. You know, he, he's not an extrovert. He's you know he's he's a very nice man. Um, yes. So yeah, it it's it's it really lovely having these people you know on the Isle of Wight at our event, and. Um, and everybody coming away. I've been still waiting for the first complaint because I always come through at some point. But everybody coming away, i really happy with uh, what happened that
2: day. on, so. oh, well, mate, you don't have to wait very long. I'm just typing you one out now. <laughs> what complaint. There,
3: there is so little. What, why do people not put stuff on YouTube? Uh, not a lot of people filmed. I told, well, I've
1: watched this space. I have edited all the uh, the Q&A's. Down to individual q and A's they will be going up on YouTube as soon as I can put them up there okay. um, so they' are about no more than twenty twenty five minutes at the max okay. each one and I want to watch them because I didn't see any of the q and A's I just heard them in the background when I was doing other stuff around the event okay,
3: so'm i of these days I am absolutely fascinated with by the Isle of Wight one of these days I will visit
5: I watch every
3: every every video that I can find about it
2: I uh, um, need to mate. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: You're not missing a lot. Well, make sure you get a lot of money to get across the the, the bit of water between the mainland and the island because it's exceptionally expensive.
2: I'll get um, you across for fourteen thousand pounds, Kirby. Uh,
1: it will be by then, but uh, no. Well, you uh, can bring
3: me in as as an American guest. No, I couldn't. Uh, no, I couldn't do that. No, thank you, Kirby. Yeah, you could. No, bring him in as your
4: biggest fan.
3: <laughs> try and make it in the summer
2: if you do another one
1: <laughs> no it's not going to be in the summer it'll definitely be um in the um the, the time of year we had it this year
2: you're uh, going to struggle to get me to come across the water this time of year pal well, <laughs> put it that way because <laughs> i don't like water and i really don't like it when it's not nice I'm weather sorry about so. that but it's,
1: it's just it's meant to be around the half turn time and it's a colder time here nobody's at the beach uh, and uh at the at the the nights draw in, so it, it's a, it's a good it's a perfect time but as was proven by the football. Can you fly me over? No. Um, okay. <laughs> is there
3: an airport on the island? Yes, there
1: is, but it's not the sort of airport that you you would consider being you know. Do you know it's, what? I'm uh, sure a, we could arrange a flight between
2: Farnborough Airport well, and the Isle of Well, there is a can airport. you
3: can fly over via the hovercraft, Ben.
2: That's not yeah. a fly. That's water. Yeah, that's sinkable. Flight. No, no it's, it's you're flying. It's sinkable.
1: Well, that's. All in the and it's quick. You only have to suffer it for about seven minutes.
2: That's true.
1: How, how is long
3: too. is it if you're not hovercrafting?
2: If you go
1: East Cows, about 55 minutes. Uh, if you go to Portsmouth, about 45 minutes. If you go Limington, about 35 minutes. Uh, if you go high speed to West Cows, about 20 three minutes or something like that depending Still on how scary rough the on the water Don't
2: like that's water. southampton
1: to cows it's a good 13 miles but anyway uh so yeah very, we're all very happy and thrilled uh with FantasyCon, um and hoping that some people who couldn't be bothered to you know support us during the the, the long um process of organizing oh. it will you know a bit more forthcoming. If we did end up doing another one, but what I can say to anybody who's listening to this show might think of coming to another one, it won't be in cows anymore, because sadly all the event venues in cows seem to think that everybody is a multi-million-pound um, sailor that can afford to pay two thousand pounds a one day, uh, you know, in an event area. Whereas, is there uh, another
2: place on the Isle of Wight you can do it? I yeah,
1: thought there Newport, cows. Uh, Newport is. Uh, it's got plenty of new, locations. Newport in oh, Wales. No, Newport on the Isle of Wight. Uh, There's plenty no new place called
2: Newport on the Isle of Wight. Well, Spain.
1: can I get, uh, just before I move on, I'd say, for example, so Cows Enterprise College, where we did the
2: first event. You were there, Ben. Right, I was. That weekend. Uh, and, and to be fair, I was the star. You were, yeah. But they, yes, charged they, were. Us,
1: they were charged us yeah. £1,600 for that weekend.
2: And how much did I charge? Um, can't remember. Nothing. <laughs>
1: I, made
2: you, I made you pay my, Boat my, my ferry fare.
1: Anyway, and so 1,600 quid. When we asked them about doing another one there, they said it was £2,000 for one day. One day? It one is. day. Um, I Car- you Haven, said no. £900 <laughs> plus a £325 plus VAT security bill, which we didn't need because we've got our own security staff that are prepared to do it for free. But we had to pay that. Um, and there are most of the other places in Cowes that aren't big enough for us, unfortunately. Uh, so I didn't Newport even get an answer from it, Norford House. So we're moving, if we do do another one, we're moving to Newport. Uh, for Because, the, for example, again, at Medina College, which is a, a hall about twice the size of the main hall we did the event in at Cowes Enterprise College, um, which is more than big enough for us, uh, 600 pounds. Really? Not two thousand
2: pounds that Cowes Enterprise College are charging. Does that so, mean if I do it next year, I can actually put in a bill?
1: You can what? Put a,
2: if I, if I put do it next year, you've got enough money for me to actually well, put a yeah, bill in this yeah, time. Yeah. We're still
1: <laughs> aiming for it to be a a, um, a charity event, but we haven't got. A oh, I oh, don't do charity. As, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, so,
2: so yeah, so
3: So your walk to the uh, to the location will be just a, another five minutes, I see. What are you bloody going on about? <laughs> Making fun of the size of the Isle of Wight. It's so huge, if, if mate. You want, if it's
1: you want to huge. walk it, you can walk. If you, if you want to walk from the ferry terminal to Newport, that's entirely up to you. Um, to, used to take me an hour and a half. When I used to go and sign my so, when I was a teenager. So
2: everyone walks backwards on the Isle of Wight. Oh, and then an hour and a half so back again.
3: I it. am walking backwards for Christmas.
1: Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> So thanks, everybody who, who um, supported the event, came along, had fun and told everybody they had fun. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be more pictures to follow on the Fantasy Con social group um, where you can see all the all the best stuff from the punters.
2: Well, well done you, Adam. I think you've done a cracking job and it looks like it was a right success. So good. On OK. You, Pardon? It's 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 five five point
3: two miles to uh, from your house to that college. Yeah. It would take you one hour and 44 minutes to walk, according to Google.
2: <sighs> and if you walked at however that speed that was, if you walked a bit faster, if you walked at like 14 miles an hour, it wouldn't take that long. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, moving on. The longest short of things of it was that Fantasy Con was, thank God, uh, what we always wanted it to be, a popular event uh, among the um, the fraternity of the Isle of Wight and, uh, so, and uh, that's, we're very proud of it yeah you should be all right if so you're moving
4: on if you're moving on Adam this yes. would be a good place to put that feedback about Big Finish
1: it would and I for some reason typed in the wrong url uh Mary so in the in, in between me finding the correct url I think I'll do a bit of filling by playing Aaron's uh, e- um, email um audio I've just got to find it now because Oh, here it he is. Here it is. It might go off a bit because he does know how to talk.
6: <laughs> Hello, all listeners of the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. I am Aaron and today I would like to bring you something <laughs> a little different. Sorry about this. First time for everything. Well, I would like to bring a big finish with you. This is a project called the Trial of the Valleyard. Oh my gosh, this is an absolute must listen. Um my context is I've never seen Trial of a Time Lord. Um I know that Fantasy Con is coming up as of this recording. Um it's not happening till tomorrow. And the person that plays the Valley Yard is at the con. So here's me thinking, okay, well how on earth am I going to be able to find out about the Valley Yard? And I remembered Big Finish. So, away I went. And I bought a bunch of dramas ready for the con tomorrow. Because I want to make sure that I know what characters these actors are playing. And I made a beeline for Trial of the Valley Yard. And... Oh my gosh! Wow, absolutely stunning. I I don't want to spoil too much, to be honest. It's that good. Um, it is very much a character piece There is No Daleks, no Cybermen. Yeah, the same. I don't want to say too much because it would spoil it. Uh, but it, for the most part, it is a character piece. Um. Um. And it opens with the Doctor, you know, he's monologuing. And just to put things into perspective, this opening sequence is about eight minutes long before the theme tune even kicks in. And it just goes crazier from there. Uh, When the Inquisitor comes in, um, (coughs) the Inquisitor and the Doctor, (coughs) they bounce off of each other a lot and the Valyard comes in and yeah (laughs) just the interplay between these three is Colin Baker and Michael Jason's Valyard unfortunately at time of this review very bad research on my part I did not look at the name of the Inquisitor's actress but it was absolutely brilliant there was a constant air of mystery the music builds up and builds up by the end of part one because it's in three parts but it's all like bingeable It's all it's just short stories about an hour maybe two hours I'm not, I'm not sure the exact length but by the end of the first part i was absolutely enraptured like entangled and just well, this is a two thousand and fourteen audio release. This is called *Child of the Valleyard*, and just the mystery, the the scheming, and you know the, the way the Valleyard speaks and does stuff in this, and what the trial leads to is fascinating to say the least. Um, I ju- just it's kind of nonsense, but it's also just intriguing in its own right. And I absolutely loved it. This is a, this is a 9.5 out of 10 for me. <laughs> a must listen. I think it costs about £8. It's a bargain. And I think anyone who is a fan of audios should listen to it. It works it so well as part of this medium. So thank you all. And hopefully I'll see you all for another review. Soon, keep them coming, Aaron. That was uh,
1: absolutely fantastic. Yes, what? It was Linda Belling, Urban Linda Bellingham. Yeah, it was
3: was Linda Bellingham's last acting performance. Yes,
1: so it's quite nice. Yes, I've posted a link to uh, said story via the Big Finish website on Twenty Megabyte Two Podcast Facebook group, which you can join. Please keep them coming, Aaron. Sorry, Mary. What
4: did Mary want to say there? What did he call the? uh, what was
1: the title of it? Uh, trial, trial of the Valiard. Of the
4: Valiard. Oh, trial. Okay. For some reason, I I thought he was saying Child of the Valiard. Well,
1: that would be another twist, wouldn't it? <laughs> that, that's an
2: entirely different
1: story.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. But yeah, thanks, Aaron. We keep them coming. Fantastic. Um, right. So uh, Doctor Who news. Uh, we have the. It says the fourteenth Doctor's costume is at MCM Comic Con. That obviously doesn't affect me because I'm not going to it. But uh, there's also. The uh, consolidated viewing figures for The Power of the Doctor are slightly better than the initial ones. The weekly consolidated ratings for uh, the episode uh, indicated that Jodie Whittaker's Swan Song, The Power of the Doctor, achieved 5.25 million viewers, making it the second most watched programme on Sunday, and the fifth most watched programme overall for the week. So pretty good, that. Hey! Hey! Hey. Okay, well I thought it was. Um the new issue of Doctor Who Magazine uh, five eighty four. We're issue. catching up we're catching up with Doctor Who Magazine. Um in regards to issues. It features David Tennant on the front uh, in the guise of the Fourteenth Doctor, uh, and his new uh, sort of um sort of strange suit, It's not the sort of a Tartany. Bit, it's a bit tenthy but it's more 14th. it's, it's,
2: it's, it's kinda of tartany, isn't it? It's yeah, like always reverse sort of,
1: tartan. Yeah, it's a sort of fluffy, woolly sort of it's a bit like um a ripped off. Tartan. It's a bit like tartan. Of... No, it's a bit like a ripped off um Captain Jack's jacket thingy going on there. And they've also confirmed. I, I did see, hold
2: on, before you carry on, yeah. I, I did see a story saying how Russell T Davis said he. I was absolutely... about to bring that up. Uh, yeah. Were you? I'll let you do it then. No, you do it. No, no, I insist, Kirby.
3: No. Oh, God.
2: And then it goes quiet. I knew that would happen. There you go. Go on, Curbs. You did. No, you may have more information than I have. I probably haven't. Because <laughs> that was probably... We'd be extent. done by
3: now. Sorry, I interrupted.
2: <laughs> that was the extent of my knowledge on it, basically. He just said he didn't want David Tennant to appear in Jodie Whittaker's costume. Never, 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 no, no, no. Or he'd cry or something.
3: Oh, that's a shame. Which doesn't make sense, because he would have been fine in that costume. Yeah, of course he would. Well, as they, the the um
1: the master the bra, appeared, might,
2: the bra might have been a bit chafing.
1: No, but the, the master appeared in the costume. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, but never mind. Um, I can see why they've, they've done it to a degree. Uh, if that's what he wants. is a bit p- pity. P- pity. P- p- what's a petty, That's a word I was talking wow. Pity. P- hold on.
2: Pity, if pity, the, pity. Um, If the stories, the rumours, the whatevers of what's going to happen in the next three episodes are right, then actually who knows if um, the new Doctor doesn't actually then regenerate back into Jodie's clothes
1: who knows indeed but there there is a shot of the new doctor wearing the shirt and tie from the uh, the, the the new 14th doctor
6: really i didn't think it was
1: yes the same shots i
2: thought it was a different suit
1: new same time anyway so the production team has been confirmed the latest edition of doctor Who magazine has confirmed details of the production teams working on a doctor who oh sorry on doctor who as it reaches his 60th anniversary the anniversary will be marked by three specials all scheduled to be broadcast in november 2023 the anniversary month of the series. they will It's going to be like a, a mini-series. Do you reckon they'll do three in yes, three indeed. weekends? They do a Christmas special, though. They will star David Tennant, Catherine Tate as the 14th Doctor and Dodder. Donna. Donna Noble. Dodder-doddle. So Dodda, how Dodda. they're going to get around the issues that uh, Donna has. dodder dudes. Have you got any dudes? Dr. Donna scenario. Uh, and then Rachel Talalay um, is uh, directing the first one. Uh, talalay Special two will be directed by Tom Kingsley, uh, new to Doctor Who. Uh, and the final special will be directed by Chanya Button, also new to Doctor Who. Uh, the next full series of Doctor will be screened in 2024 and will star Shuti Gatwa as the 15th Doctor. Filming begins this December and directing the first block of the series will be another newcomer, Dylan Holmes Williams. Uh, Williams' short film The Devil's Harmony won the Jury Prize at Sundance 2020. He directed two episodes of the Apple TV series Servant. Um, So, yeah, um, the many familiar faces involved in the series as it moves into the future, as well as Russell T. Davis acting as showrunner, Judy Gardner, Phil Collinson, Jane Tranter will all act as executive producers. Yay! Uh,
2: And it says, we might get some good episodes.
1: Yes. Yes. Wow. Uh, It says, at three... What it says that for, uh, were behind the return of Zotero in 2005. Joan, Joel Collins will also act as an executive producer. Collins recently had been working on Bad Wolf on industry and his dark materials, so Bad Wolf Productions, that is obviously. Um, looking for after the look of the show will be production designer Philip Sims. Sims was a supervising art director on the sixth and seventh mission impossible films as well as episode nine of star wars guardians of the galaxy nine avengers age of ultron script editor will be scott hancock who worked on sarah jane adventures as well as many scripts of big finish it's quite an exciting hey. lineup really for behind the scenes there but it has to be because it's going I wonder to I going
3: to do the music
1: though uh oh, I, i'm doing the music for that one um so <laughs> what
3: I thought I heard that Murray Gold was coming back. That'd be good. There's no mention I, of it here. That would be nice, but I haven't heard that yet.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember where I
1: heard it. But. Christmas is coming, guys. And at whoone.co.uk...
3: Is that huma.co.uk?
2: It's uh, actually still loads of time until Christmas, so don't mention Christmas until at least December. And uh, considering you're doing a podcast, which will be heard by many well, people, people might at times that aren't be Christmas, let's not link to Christmas overly heavily because uh, it's not Christmas excuse yet.
1: Excuse me, Ben, but people not, might not be listening to this episode until December. so we have People to might be listening
2: to this episode in June. That's true as well, but then it might give them people some People might ideas. be listening to this episode in 20 years. People might be listening to this episode in August, in 29 years.
1: Doctor Who products coming soon. Eighth Doctor, What Lies Inside is a Torchwood... Oh, no, it's a Doctor Who story. Hang on, let's have a look at this one. Oh, it's got the Eighth Doctor in it. Uh, and his usual companions, to be fair. Uh, after the War, uh, which is um, a... What is that? Something. Oh, Blake Seven. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Death in Venice, Torchwood uh 11th doctor chronicles three geronimo um can't. No, this can't be they're not actually getting matt smith <clears throat> to play the doctor in these are they i
2: do want to know tell me what what i thought you said do you want to know I was, yeah i, I do want to know
1: you. Uh, but it's, it's it looks like it's uh, matt smith but it's difficult to see from the picture uh Lots of big Finnish audios coming to you via CD, uh, that old medium, CD, at whoone.co.uk. And Who's got a way of
3: playing CDs? I know,
1: what's the point in that? Yeah, do, we do downloads. Yeah, but people like CDs. Some people like vinyl. My daughter is indeed getting into vinyl. So there you go. I've got a vinyl collection worth
2: billions inside the house. I mean, if you don't know that, then you haven't ever looked at my Facebook. Billions, but
1: yeah, that's quite a, quite a
2: collection. Wow! It must right, be no.
4: popular. I mean, because even when I go to like Chicago Tardis, you know, the the table with all the CD, I mean, with, with all the big finish stuff so on it, they've got lots of CDs and people yep. snapping them up. So.
5: Yeah.
3: As right. far as vinyl goes, remember I took Andrew Cartmel to uh, yeah. record stores. It's not. A competition Kirby right then lavazi.co.uk
1: now it's obviously topical because uh, in the power of the doctor there were some costumes that Kirby was wondering whether some of the items came from lavazi I'd probably think not but uh, if you wanted to get an item like those yes Levi's is a perfect place, and they've just reissued the seventh Doctor umbrella, of which I have one. I use it for closing the curtains in this room, and when it's raining, it's always very useful, (laughs) uh, with an iconic question mark. You an umbrella when it's raining? Yeah, it's unusual, isn't it? Oh, there's a a thing. Yes. Um, And you can also get the seventh Doctor's um, iconic question mark pullover, as seen. I need to do that. In the power of the Doctor, along with the fifth Doctor's cricket
2: jumper. Can you get them in 1980s and 2020s size?
1: And rather brilliantly, Ben, you can still get the 2021 Slim Pocket Diary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be fine in 2029. Yes, uh, I suppose if you're a time traveller, it doesn't really matter uh, what year that was on the diary. Or just live
2: at. for another six years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK, so um, that covers that aspect of the thing. Um, oh, I thought, of something. oh yes, sir. we were talking about, um, obviously we got some... We can't call record next week because of uh, uh, us lot going to uh, London Winter Comic Con.
3: Oh, okay, uh, let me take a note of that.
1: Yeah,
2: thanks, thanks for giving us so reason, much notice.
3: For some notice. reason, I still had us had recording. So, silly, so we're it? not recording on the 20th. That's
1: well,
2: correct. Well, actually, the World Cup starts next week anyway. So... Oh, well, it'll be on
1: the early mm. hours of the morning. It won't affect the show. There won't be any games on the, this time of day. Yes,
2: there will. There's no, a game no. on at 7 o'clock for the next it was starting next, week, uh, next weekend, every night for Fortnite.
1: No, they won't. I couldn't keep with you. This is yeah. four games a day. Oh, of, yes, it is. Oh, it's nearly Ten panto.
2: o'clock, one o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock. nearly panto season, pictures. listeners.
3: Right, so. Um, okay, so So no 20 megabyte iron.
2: no.
1: No. the 20th gotcha uh, no and also the two weeks after that we're going to wells comic-con but um this is um oh, well, let me
3: make, make, make a note of that too oh jesus they've got the it's schedule recording until december
1: they've got a tardis prop up at uh, london uh comic-con winter uh where um uh, you can get pictures with matt smith and colin baker and sylvester mccoy on set um and also um Sorry, no, sorry. Sylvester, Sylvester McCoy is coming in his um, his his suit that he wore in the um, Power of the Doctor, and you can have some pictures taken with him on the TARDIS set with him in costume. I think that's rather cool. Harry Lloyd, of course, is coming along. He's very cheap actually, so I thought I'd get a picture of him. Um, Matt Smith, uh, I'm not allowed to have a picture with him because I've already had one. So, it's about hundred quid anyway. Robert Picardo, uh, probably. I don't think uh, Kobe knows who robert picardo i
3: know is, who
1: he is well, i don't uh, think you know the
2: value of money if you're saying a hundred quid for a photo with an actor's cheap i know i, I didn't I'd say about, it was cheap that's about a hundred other things you could spend the money on
1: I know. But, oh, well, what are I, you doing I, man i'm not allowed to spend i'm not allowed to have that because i've already had it when he went to wells comic-con it's a bit cheaper then um jamie campbell bauer again <laughs> 95 be, quid <laughs> jamie campbell Bower's <laughs> another actor that um, what's his name Kirby won't be familiar with but he he played Vecna in the last series of Stranger Things yeah why would I not be familiar well we wouldn't be familiar by the name you might be familiar of the character that he played in um,
3: I and in and I things. just visited the uh, Vecna house last week did you now yeah well, you didn't see I posted pictures I
1: may well have seen it and probably glossed over it um also with oh. uh Jodie Whittaker is there on the Sunday, so I will be having a picture with her, uh, along with Bonnie Langford um, and uh, Katie Manning. R- recognize
3: any of these names, Kirby? Yeah, I've been hugged by Katie Manning. Oh, wow. It was, am- it was amazing.
1: Is it? Oh, it. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can get a hug with her there. Uh, so, so, a few Doctor I, Who I names I haven't you- met yet.
2: I won't yeah. tell you what I did with Katie Manning in the 60s. <laughs>
4: I think you stand out as unusual if you have not been hugged by Katie Manning. Yeah, oh, well, probably. I see. It. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll make sure I get a hug
1: with her then. Um, the other p- thing to take into consideration is that the line-up at Wales Comic-Con is
2: ridiculous. Um, sorry, Mary, I thought you said humped, not humped. That too, that
3: too, no, so, no, only Daleks can do I'm that.
2: I'm so sorry for my ears. Very, very, yeah, sorry, t- Mary. very,
1: very typical of you. <laughs> um, but like i say the lineup of wales comic-con is absolutely ridiculous so they've really sort of made up for all those times where we, we've been let down by them but you know when you've got people like christopher eccleston george takei um, michael mcdowell it's uh, almost as though
2: they get paid for being there Lynn isn't
1: frost it? but these people are this is an amazing lineup anson mount ethan peck uh christina chung and jess bush all from um star trek strange new worlds and Mark Shepard's always there. We won't talk about him. Uh, Eve Miles, Gareth David Lloyd. Oh, I think I've i seen him somewhere recently. Um, yeah. I uh, got Eduardo Franco from Stranger Things. He played the, the bloke who drove the pizza van, by the way, Kirby. I don't know if you're not familiar I know. with Stranger Things. Um, uh, Stefan Kepkick, who's uh, the this metal bloke in um, Deadpool. Um, David Bradley, again, another actor that's played the Doctor that I haven't met yet. I mean, There's been a few other bits and bobs as well sean Biggerstaff, who is a particularly uh a particular friend of uh, alan rickman oh did i mention i've read alan rickman's diaries what a book that is what a read it. it's superb uh gemma Redgrave, janet fielding sophie Aldred, will Meller. there's a um, the peter davison in suit this is uh, the only convention in this country that he, you can have pictures with peter davison in his uh, suit he's, that he he's wearing. to uh li who and he's
3: going to have yeah allow so, the same thing
1: yes so
3: it's very
1: exciting. But that's why we won't be doing the show next week and two weeks after that when uh, we'll be travelling to Telford for Wales Comic-Con. So now we can talk about um, what we watched this week. Now, uh, that would be easy for me because I-, I watched a couple of episodes of Strange New Worlds uh, along with all the other... sort oh, of. Oh, you're trium- you're way behind, aren't you? Yes, but I'm enjoying them. I just watch them I dip in you're and out. They're great. What? I know they are.
3: They're
1: great. Uh, we finished She-Hulk. Um... We were watching that uh, Wrexham series uh, on Disney Plus as well. We were well behind on that one. Um, Armand Celebrity started, so we tend to watch uh, that when we're all gathered together as a family. Uh, But like I say, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Was it Friday? Friday we went to see um, the the new uh, Black Panther film, which is pretty good to be fair. It's very... Very beautifully made film, beautifully directed, be- amazingly acted. Uh, I just start falling asleep when there's lots and lots of battle sequences. That <laughs> happened to me during the um, Lord of the Rings films, especially the third one. Uh, I actually slept through about 20 minutes I, I, and I woke up and there was still a battle sequence going on there. So I tend to zone out when there's lots of fighting. Going, no, but that's well, not right. What's not right? To
3: zone out during battle sequences.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I fell asleep. It's a long film anyway. But no, it's... Um, it is good, and it's an uh, incredible performance. I'm pretty sure it will win awards. I know Black Panther won loads of awards, and it's uh, quite heartwarming. And it's yeah. Game.
3: I found out today that uh, Fred has not seen the first one, so I'll
1: nah, watch it. i have to
3: schedule watching that with her.
1: It's a good film. It's a good film. Yes, and uh, a really good cast too. So, um, and uh, yeah, watched it the day it came out, which is always very nice. And there's more good Marvel stuff coming up soon. I know there's a, a trailer come out for Ant Man. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. So the well, dog is snoring in the background, or it's not Andy. It is in fact Star Snoring. <laughs> so, um, well, we so yeah, so that's basically it. Uh, what have you been watching then, Ben? I bet it's been sport, because um, um, obviously the the cricket's been on, isn't it? The the T Twenty.
2: Yes, the, uh, the biggest thing I've been watching for the last two weeks has been the T20 World Cup, which England were victorious in this morning. You spoiled that, because I recorded
1: it, and I was going to watch it after this show.
2: Wait, we really? Well, No, you safe. don't
1: need to. I do, I'm, I'm still think... going to watch it. <laughs> no, still watch it, because yeah. it's
2: worth it. It was yeah. brilliant. I will. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, what else have we have been watching? Uh, We've watched The Floor is Lava since the last time oh, I've been i have been with you. i finished that yeah we finished that the series are just too short it's they like i don't try yeah it's like five episodes is that all you can make what are you going to do the tomorrow afternoon do you know yeah, i, I it, wonder i do wonder it, where the floor is lava i wonder if they get they have the
1: same sort of qualifications to be on it that you do on port, um the uh, what's that thing that ben love thing? island you have no, to be no, a complete no.
2: pe- uh, tipping mm. point
1: you have to be yeah. a complete
2: numpty oh absolutely they're just idiots <laughs> But it's a good program to it watch. But i was saying the series are just too short. Five yeah. episodes is just pathetic. It's yeah. such a quick program to make.
1: Yeah, and easy. It's, and they could knock out 20 day. Yes, yeah, so they could.
2: But and there, anyway,
1: wasn't a, there wasn't a celebrity special either like there was at the end of series two, but I was quite disappointed.
2: Well, I mean, I think the celebrities are as celebrity as they are in... I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Into the segue of what the next thing I've been watching is. Thank you, Adam. And they well do done. look
1: like they do look like they, they injure themselves quite badly sometimes. You see the slow mos where these they, sort oh, of whack and they their smack faces. their faces. Yeah. Oh, and they smash their faces. I know, isn't it? And
2: then they funny. repeat it. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: It's, it's
2: like you, it, I think I probably get as much enjoyment out of that as I do watching a child fall off a bike. <laughs> you know, it's it's. It's that kind of enjoy that kind of like warm, fuzzy feeling you get inside right. when you just yeah. think oh, that wasn't me. That's not necessarily um, the opinion of the 20 so, Megabyte about well, Doctor
1: who podcast uh, listeners, by the way. Oh
2: well, <laughs> I like offending people because no one does Do anymore. you? Yeah, because uh, I'm making it my mission in life to make sure that I'm going to make it. Because you know, you you get these people who like get offended on behalf of other people. Yes. I'm now going to start deliberately offending people on behalf of other people.
1: And they usually got the name Hector Tarquin. Or, you know, a melder, or and they're stuck on the top of uh, a gantry around the M25. Uh,
2: yeah, and now oh, I've got two really good ways of dealing with those people. Um, air gun? Just no, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Real gun? gun? Real gun. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't, don't muck about, Adam, there's no point. At the end of the day, if they're willing to put themselves up there and potentially fall in front of a truck on a motorway, <coughs> oh, then you might as well shoot them off. So yeah. uh, the other way, I was going to be a little bit more uh, softly, softly, yeah. Um, which was get up there and uh, drag them. No, just leave them, actually. That's the two options. You either just, just let them get on with it, let the traffic flow beneath them, and if they fall off, it's 10 points for the driver, as far oh, the, as I'm the, concerned. The ambulance wouldn't be able to get to them, would it? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, oh, well, the that, That's their fault. But anyway, uh, that's just stop oil. Um, my latest campaign is to just stop cyclists. Um, so, but there'll be more about that in the press, no doubt, when well, I've gone to jail for it. <laughs> um, the other thing is, we've been watching. Uh, yes, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, which has got his mixed cast of yeah. no celebrities and, yeah, and Chris uh, Miles <laughs> and Boy George, who have been fantastic, and now we've got Matt Handycock, <laughs> who is, uh, yes, well, just been, uh, to, that's what she said. He's going to get a lot of trouble and i mean is, i can understand why people are getting a little though. bit hectic he's an mp he's taken time off work that you're not allowed to do when you're an mp no. and he's gone to earn lots of money unfortunately they do a that anyway yeah. so yeah but you know at the end of the day he's there now you might as well just get on with it yeah. stop and moaning and that's that very entertaining coronation street sue whatever her name is god i hope she's first out. i despise her entire mm. life but, um and, isn't boy george um, entertaining though all the stuff he does he's a legend uh, and and um you know the way that most of the people reacted when they came in is how you should react when you see Boy George. Mm. How that Owen bloke from Hollyoaks reacted yeah. is how you react if you're 20 and a di- <laughs> uh, an idiot. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, what else? Watched Man United earlier? That was very good. But the thing I've been mostly oh, watching. I've gone that, back... that, sorry, but while, I just want to interrupt
1: you in to Man United because I know a lot how of uh, you? geek people are. Allegedly geeks or nerds, according to the write-up of the Canterbury Press, are mm. also football fans. But that new player, I have I, spotted him—the one who scored the winner in that game in the earlier game—I was just remarking, "He's just like bloody a, a new Ronaldo. He's amazing."
2: Ganache, um, he's he's fantastic. He's been the, in the. I, I have the um, MUTV. But tonight, Leeds you know, a have channel. a
1: similar player. Um, and he's like
2: he's on the, he's been playing for the Reserves the last couple of years. He's been absolutely tearing it up. And it was so obvious he should have been in the first absolutely. team. But his attitude was wrong, apparently, and now his attitude's right. And now he's going to be an absolute megastar. Yes. Um, but uh, the thing I've been watching mostly is, well, I've gone back to watching some live football. That's uh, soccer for the American <laughs> counterparts of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been going back to watch my local team, Farnborough, which oh. is good. And because I've been going back, it was quite funny. Uh, I walked in the first time uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, some bloke, because I used to go there like 30 years ago, massive fan, travelled around the whole country, watching them for about five or six seasons, didn't miss a game. And it's this non-league club. You know, this is this is quite a small club for the Americans. And um, and, and the English people who haven't heard of Famboura. <laughs> I suppose needs yeah, that, that quantifying too. And, and so, yeah, I went back. And a couple of the people I knew 30 years ago, standing behind the goal, one of them was on the turnstile, and he was like, "Oh, you used to work in radio, didn't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I used to." And he's like, "Well, we've got we started a radio station, but it's all kind of fallen apart. Do you want to run it?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah. And so it turns out, as from a couple of weeks time, I'm going to be doing the commentary on the Farmborough matches.
1: Whoa, this, this is that's fantastic!
2: It is really cool because that means that I can then the, the, the plan is do that for this year, do Farmborough for the rest of this season. Next season, like. Try and get on, like, you know, some small football channel, like, I don't know, Virgin Media or something. BT Sports, maybe. Sky Sports the season after, and then uh, commentary on the World Cup for BBC Absolutely. in four years' time. Yep, why not? I'll still see if I can pop into the podcast occasionally, though. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> but uh, I think I think that's all we've been watching.
1: I wanted to mention, as well, we've been watching, I forgot to mention uh, properly about the Alan Rickman Diaries. If you get a chance to get the audio book or in the, which the actual book of that, it is absolutely fascinating. Um, it's. I'll probably listen to it again because I'm sure I've missed bits. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. And it's very moving as well, uh, but you, I can't tell you why. Uh, not you spoilers. can but it will be a spoiler <laughs> well no because it will be a spoiler it's just if especially if you listen to audio but the audiobook uh, um don't spoil it. has has e- extra bits in it which uh, you only get because of the voices involved in the in the thing which you don't actually get in the written one and audio books are fab anyway because you can listen to them where wherever you like and it's the book um so yeah Alan Rickman diaries fantastic stuff and meant there are references to doctor who and Michael Gambon, in fact, because uh, um, Alan Rickman had a very wide um, group of friends all sort of based around being members of the Labour Party and and uh, Ruby Wax and the other people that were, you know, sort of friends with Ruby Wax at that time. It's just fascinating. The name dropping is superb. It's, it's great. So <laughs> it really anyway, so that's the Alan Rickman Diaries. What have you been watching uh, this week then, Kirby?
3: Ah... Uh, the main thing that I've watched now three times is Weird, the Al Yankovic story. The what? <laughs> Which it's what you haven't heard of that? Say again, oh, yeah. The, the yeah, what yeah. story? The Al Yankovic story.
0: No. no Al Yankovic. Weird.
3: Yeah, weird. Weird Al. It's it's a parody of biographical movies. Okay. And it's hilarious. Is that it? It's oh, you it's it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's like uh, it's like his songs. It's it's a par- it's a parody. It's it's not really his life, and it stars. Um, uh, oh darn! What's the name of the actor who played Harry Potter?
1: Daniel, Daniel
6: Radcliffe.
3: Radcliffe. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe plays uh, plays Weird Al, <laughs> and Weird Al has a role in it as uh, a evil record producer who berates Al as he's going to be uh, never have any hits whatsoever. <laughs> and It's got uh, all Emo Phillips as uh, Salvador Dali. Um, oh, just all kinds of cameos. And it's, it's <laughs> and there's a, a love affair between Weird Al and Madonna, which does not happen in real life. No, it, doesn't it? It's, it? It is. It's hilarious. Make an effort to find it. It's on the Roku channel. Okay. Uh, I,
2: think that, on, uh, I think it's on, I think it's on Disney in the UK. I might be wrong. Okay.
3: Don't know. It, it, That's basically it. i i started rewatching, uh, Princess Bride yesterday because I needed something in the background that wouldn't distract me as I was, uh, doing some organising down here in the geek basement. But that's basically it. I'll try well, and watch more you, by next week. Kirby. Um, Wait, you... there, is a, there isn't a next week.
1: No, there isn't. Um, I wanted, There the will goal. be a next week. It's just won't be recording a <laughs> yeah. the podcast.
2: Unless, <laughs> right. of course, you're uh, privy to some information from a good old Vlad that no one else knows about yet.
1: Right, okay, right. Vlad, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Vlad, Vla, Vlad Putin. Yeah, well, that's another song, isn't it? Um, right then, so... Right, Kirby, brace yourself, okay? Because like we, we did mention <laughs> that's, that next that's week... never a
2: good start to a sentence, Kirby.
1: <laughs> next week we're off because of London Comic-Con, and we're back for the 26th and 27th. Um, but the week after that is yes. Wales Comic-Con. But I have made bit, that. Pardon?
3: I've made that, no. No,
1: but brace yourself, because the week after that, I'm filming the theatre train shows. So I, I won't be uh, available then afterwards. But
3: wait, what, what week is
1: that? The 10th and the 11th of December, I'll be filming the theatre train shows. So that brings us to the, uh, the 18th of December, is likely to be the last show. That um, although Deb is supposed to be filming something that day, I'm not quite sure so, what's going on. So,
3: we're day. gonna have,
1: we're we're having very few. Well, I can't help it. It's called being busy. Um no, that's
3: fine. That's fine.
1: But yeah, so then um, possibly on the 18th, I just don't know what's going on in regards to filming that day. I might actually be filming. Because it does, but I think Deb's volunteered to film something, and there's also um, the um, Earl Mountbatten Hospice thing that uh, Lorraine, who I was supposed to be working with for the for the for the con before she left weston's cancer trust and moved to the
3: presumably uh, we will not be filming on december the 25th we never filmed Kirby. i wasn't (laughs) planning to film
1: on december the 25th no kirby sorry to be pedantic (laughs) kirby i don't know where i'm going filming. be prepared listeners and co-producers after the co-producers co-presenters that after the next recording on the 27th it might be the last one of 2022 simply because of my work schedule uh, yeah, is, it's happened be before. Don't no, worry
3: about it. It's we've up. had we've had spare, sparse, uh, December's before. Yes, it's annoying, isn't it? But there you go. Uh, should think things. Should it happens. Get, th- things
1: should pick up, uh, uh, fairly normally in the new year. But as of the rest of this year, yes, it's a bit, bit tight on the scheduling front. Mary, have you got a bit of music for for Mary, Ben, or are we just going to no. pile straight into Mary's
2: uh, uh, Mary Blitzangs? That she's watched. <laughs> I'm bang on it.
4: Uh, well, uh, baseball season is over, Ooh. so now moved seamlessly on into basketball season, Yay,
1: which is on Sky now. So I must get around to watching something
4: oh, uh, So uh, my favorite team to follow is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ah, oh, mine, Chicago are Bulls, and then they're very good. Year they? now, they're doing really well. So that's who i i spend you know most evenings watching um that um i have i I just finished season four of game of thrones so i'm and i'm just starting season five i don't know if any of you have done the whole game of thrones oh, so, you, so you've watched
1: series one that had clive mantle in it then
4: had who clive mantle oh okay okay hmm. um and, uh, and and I just finished up what is it, House of the Dragon, which is the uh, a spin-off from Game of Thrones. Yes. So that's that's what he's just finished. She
1: thoroughly enjoyed it.
4: I uh, watched a movie recently called Don't Worry, Darling, uh, and yeah. it, it's very bizarre. It's very sci-fi. It's kind of a Stepford Wives, but done in a very is that current... the one with
1: Harry Styles and um, um, yeah, oh, what's I her name? don't remember the name. Pugh. Yeah. Harry oh, styles, crazy. but
4: yeah, that, it, it's interesting, very interesting uh, thing to watch. Um, outside of that, not much, but, you know, basketball is what's keeping me mostly occupied.
5: Yeah. Well,
4: and great. in terms of big finish, um, I'm listening to the Ninth Doctor's uh, latest box set called Return to Earth, uh, and uh, it's just really good. I just really, really enjoy Eccleston. He's such a good doctor. So anybody who is into big finish i recommend that box set
1: well thank you and um, obviously um i'm filling in some gaps um by the end of the year or i should have uh met or had picture taken with all of the doctors after tom baker um mm-hmm. so i'm quite pleased Is Eccleston that. doing apart uh, from cons? john apart from john hurt i can't get john hurt sadly is he what is,
4: is eccleston doing cons? Wales?
1: wales comic-con oh okay yes. okay that's him and uh david bradley all right that one so that's uh I've, I've missed david bradley about three or four times because either i've been at the event when on the day he's not there or the event's been cancelled um or he hasn't been able to attend so i'm keeping my fingers crossed for that one <laughs> so yes uh as we alluded to next week's uh, london comic Con, the week after that hopefully touching wood Uh, We'll be able to uh, start with Impossible Astronaut, I think it's called, isn't it, Kirby? Yes.
2: Do you know, I accidentally watched that a couple of weeks ago.
1: How could you accidentally
2: watch it? Because I was, um, I just got in from work and I just turned the telly on and whatever was being watched on whatever channel it was the night before. uh, That episode was just starting as I turned the telly back on when I got in for my tea.
3: So did you finish watching it? No. (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay let's see what's coming through on the live feed absolute bobbins as ben would say (laughs) Um, unless i'm very much mistaken it's not refreshed properly but uh, according to my bit here there's nothing come through for an hour Uh, people are watching so hello but as far as stuff coming through i don't think anything's come through no nothing unless it's just the Mac not updating properly. So until next time thank you for listening, watching, taking part in the show. Batty Tai Goodbye
3: Thanks Bye
2: bye. it
5: The Doctor Who podcast is an APV services production sponsored by Who1.co.uk, We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC, no copyright infringement intended.